0: Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, friends, and welcome. I am glad you're here today. This is episode 57 of the podcast, Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, and today we are going to talk all about pleasure and how creating more pleasure in our daily lives can really help us curb the overeating, can help us curb the binging behavior, can help us curb the over drinking. Before we get into it, just a couple of things. You can head over to my website at heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N, so heatherheinen.com. From there, you can get a lot of detailed information on how um, I work with my clients, how I help them to overcome binge eating, emotional eating, uh, get them to their weight loss goal and help keep them there for life. Um, I work hard with my clients to help them figure out, um, lifestyle ways of losing weight, getting to the body that they want and so that they can stay at it for the rest of their lives. So you can head over there. Lots of detail there. All my prices are there. Everything's really up front. Uh, You can also take a listen to my other podcast called the Heather Heinen Intermittent Fasting Podcast. If you are into intermittent fasting or if you want to learn more about it, um, you can head over there and take a listen to those episodes. Okay, so we are going to get into what we are talking about today. And so for so many of us, um, we often will turn to food or alcohol to find pleasure to really create an experience of pleasure to create some pleasurable feelings um especially when things are challenging in our lives or if we're experiencing a lot of daily stress we will often go to food and or drink to create that pleasure that we haven't experienced all day or um you know, just to create a little bit lift of lift in the day. And we go to food and drink because they're pretty easy to go to. They're very accessible. They create, um, you know, even thinking about eating or thinking about drinking. Dopamine's going off, you know, it's that motivation molecule and that feels good even in anticipation of those things. And, and like I said, they're just really easy to get to. They're fast, they're easy. And so I really want to talk about how we can start creating pleasure within our daily lives so that we're not always then searching for that really quick pleasure of overeating and overdrinking. So I sort of think of pleasure in two different categories. And these are just my own personal labels. But, you know, I think of things as deep pleasures like You know they're very deep. They're a little bit more complex pleasures. So things like accomplishing things, you know, um, eating healthy food, uh, because you know in the moment it it's like I don't know if I really want that. But once we have a very healthy, nourishing meal, we have that real sense of pleasure afterwards. Um, Things like sex. Things like resting and relaxing, you know, these are really deep pleasures. And then we have things that I just label as shallow pleasures. You know, they're not quite as deep. They kind of give that pleasurable hit right away. Things like sugar or, um, you know, processed food or internet shopping or gambling, even things like overworking. You know, these can bring pleasure momentarily, but they often don't last. They're not as deep. So I just think of them as shallow pleasures. And it doesn't mean these aren't pleasures we should experience. Um, the, you know, they can be fun in the moment and all those things. But, you know, if we're always going to these shallow pleasures, often there's lots of consequences afterwards for engaging in those shallow pleasures all the time. So, you know, we really want more. Deep pleasures, um, and you know, because we want more pleasure in general, and because, like I talked about, it's so easy to go to, we often go to food um, and or alcohol for that pleasure seeking. That many of us don't even know is going on, but our brain is searching that out—some relief, some pleasure. So, you know, many of us have, and like I said, it's kind of subconscious. But this belief that pleasure only can happen with food or alcohol. And I think, you know, I've been in this space before too, where, you know, so many negative things are just happening in life and, um, often kind of getting some symptoms of some mild depression and and things like that. And when we're in that space, it's really hard to see anything pleasurable besides that instant pleasure, like food and drink. Um, but we actually can make a practice of experiencing um, more deep pleasure on a daily basis. And really, there are deep pleasures that are occurring all day long. And, and we're just not, we, we just are not conditioned um, or practiced into tapping into them or to paying attention to them. And so it really is this idea And um, if you really think this through, you will find, you will know this is true. The more we can tap into those deep, natural, everyday pleasures and really pay attention to them, really experience in the moment the pleasures that they bring, the easier it is to stop using food or alcohol to fulfill that pleasure seeking that our brains always are doing. So Here's what I see so many of my clients doing and also what I used to do all the time before I really got into this practice, but the day gets going, you know, the mornings are crazy trying to get ready for the day. And then the day gets going and, and we're working hard all day long and evening comes and it's time to make dinner, get the family fed, homework done, um, you know, or off to school events, sporting ev- events, or if you don't have kids, there's always things going on, things that need to be done, even around the house. And and so by the time the day is over, we have experienced no pleasure at all and because we've experienced no pleasure during the day and it's been so very stressful, of course we want to finally have some pleasure. So many of us go to food or drink to try to get some as quickly as we can, you know, or can I just please zone out for a moment? Can I just have a moment of pleasure where I'm not having to deal with all the stresses of everyday life? So that natural pleasure, those deeper pleasures, They are a bit subtle and, and, and they are things that we need to find and name and get clarity around, you know, because we need to put attention on them so that we can actually experience the pleasurable feelings that they bring. So there are things that we're often not noticing or paying attention to, you know, food and drink is really apparent. It's in our face. It's quick and easy. So we want now to increase our capacity to experience positive emotion. We want to experience more of those subtle pleasures because when we increase our capacity to do this, and as we do this, we find we need the pleasure of food or alcohol and or alcohol less and less, which really then helps us get into that healthier, more peaceful relationship with food and drink. So... If you believe there's not much positive emotion in your life, I promise you this is because you know you haven't trained your brain to see the pleasures in your life. Our brains are programmed to see the negative, and and this is really a safety mechanism that's built into our brain. So, you know, our brains are wired to see the negative so then we can more often see danger and protect ourselves. So, it really is sort of a smart design, a smart setup for the brain. But but the truth is most of us in our society here no longer function very well with all the stress and negativity. And so then we go to food and drink to try to balance this. And, you know, at, it, it's important for many of us to start paying attention to the pleasures we can experience on a daily basis. So we're not just going to the food or alcohol to find relief momentarily, As then, like I was saying, these things lead to more negative thoughts about ourselves, more weight gain, more health issues, um, and just really sort of create these big issues within our lives around food and drink, our bodies, how we feel about ourselves, worthiness, all those things. So I want to give you some ideas of pleasures that are already happening and all we really have to do is to pay more attention to them so that we can experience the pleasure that they 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 bring. We are designed to experience pleasure. We seek it out. And this is a lot of um, really having to think sort of differently, you know, how I get into all the thought work. So again, of course, a lot of thinking in different ways about things and um, practicing, the practice of being in the present moment, is often what can bring us pleasure. So I'm going to get into very specific examples that you can start to practice on a daily basis. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode and then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. First one I'm going to name is showering, because most of us do it every morning or every evening maybe both and really that practice of showering can be such a pleasurable experience if we think about it in a really specific way and so even in a fast shower you can really find pleasure you can shift your thoughts into finding it um even by the technique of using your five senses. And using the five senses technique is really, really great for all areas of your life to try to find some pleasure, to really experience some pleasure. And so the five senses technique, um, you know, that would be taste, smell, touch, sound, and sight. And really whatever you're doing in the moment, you go into your five senses. This immediately brings you into the present moment. So this is one way to practice The present moment to get in there. Um, So within your shower, you know, you want to think about, okay, what do I smell while I'm here in the shower? And really name and experience what you smell. You know, hopefully it's that really lovely scented body wash that you enjoy. And then think about touch, you know, as you're lathering your body, as you're touching your body, really Um, getting into how that feels good, that sensation, the good, the pleasure. Uh, You can think about the sound, the water coming out, hitting your body, hitting the shower can be incredibly soothing and paying attention to that can be really helpful. So really showering from a loving place, lovingly cleaning your body and keeping your focus here. You know, can you just notice how loving you can be to your body within the shower? And so this is one area On a daily basis, where you can really experience some pleasure to really give your brain some of that pleasure. Another one is getting dressed. So, putting on clothes um, in the morning can really be this experiential process if you let it be, if you pay attention to that. So, really taking care of your body by clothing it, putting on clothes that fit and that are respectful to you, that fit you and flatter you and feel good. Okay, this is one thing. I cannot stress the importance of wearing underwear that fits and that isn't pinching and that isn't uncomfortable. You know, um, that whole part, your your underwear, your undergarments, uh, women for you wearing a bra, like getting the underwear and the bra that fits correctly and really well can literally... completely change your experience throughout the day as you move th- through the world. So even if you're in a body that's bigger than you want it, it is so important to invest in clothes that, that fit you and that you feel good in. I have a real personal story here. You know, I had um, all these jeans that I could no longer fit into and I just, I'm, you know, I know many of you have experienced this too because I've talked to so many of you, but you know, I I couldn't fit in them anymore. And it was like the most devastating thing to have this pile of jeans in my closet that I could no longer wear, just made me feel like crap. Every morning I would go in there and, you know, it was like trying to dye it down to fit back into those jeans, you know, this went on forever. And it was just this miserable experience every morning. And so finally I just made the decision to get rid of them buy new jeans that would fit, that I felt good in, that I felt confident. Um, And that was so, (laughs) that was so life-changing. It sounds so silly, but that was really so life-changing to be able to have clothes that fit, I feel good in, and not have this closet full of old clothes that I used to fit in into. It completely changed my whole mindset. So, If you're in that position, I would highly, highly recommend. And um, also, if you are wearing any underwear, underwear or bras that are too small, um, that don't feel right, that are uncomfortable, again, it can be the daily life-changing moment to invest in undergarments that fit. Um, This this thing, (laughs) our clothing, how we get dressed, can really help you experience pleasure throughout the day okay another one that I love um, is buying uh, fresh flowers for yourself and you know some people can think well I can't afford that and and I get that I mean I'm often in that budgeting space too but even you know a single rose or a single flower or just a few flowers um, and often you can find them at a pretty good price at places like Costco or Walmart um, but you know fresh flowers are really they're this the symbol of life vibrancy and and change. and And they can fundamentally change our experience of space. So think about how you feel differently if you have a vase of beautiful flowers on your desk at work or on your kitchen counter. They create a very different pleasure-filled energy around us. And this is an amazing pleasure you create for yourself. And also, if you do get flowers make sure you put them in front of you often so that you can look ab- look at them and you can think about them and you can smell them, um, you know, so that you really are paying attention to how beautiful they are. I'm thinking right now, my sister, um, she often uses this, this technique, although she pro- probably wouldn't call it a technique. She doesn't even know she's doing it, but she, when she has flowers and she often does for herself, um, she moves them around with her into different rooms. So, you know, they go into her bedroom next to her nightstand. And then the next morning they go out into the kitchen. You know, if she's sitting in the living room, they're in the living room. It's, it's just, I, and I love that because it's this experience of really experiencing pleasure, um, you know, often while we're in our home. So, Anyway, that's a technique that I've also, or a strategy that I've also taken to where getting uh, flowers and moving them around to wherever I'm at in my home so I can really experience the pleasure of them. Um, Another one is eating food that nourishes us. So, you know, we're talking about here trying to curb eating, by experience other, experiencing other pleasure throughout the day. But, you know, we really also want to experience pleasure with our food. Um, but we especially want to on purpose experience p- pleasure with food, you know, food that nourishes us. So, you know, can you sit down by yourself with no distractions, no TV, no phone, and actually really enjoy your nourishing food can you slow down enough to notice the taste of everything you know to try to put words to what you're tasting to describe it you know how does this one bite of sweet potato taste or how does this one bite of salmon taste how how does everything smell can i can i eat slowly enough to really experience the pleasure of my nourishing meal. So food can be obviously very pleasurable. It, it's the idea that you can really practice mindfulness around your food, really practice mindful eating, which is really just slowing down and paying attention to your experience with food and eating. It's it's naming it, it's finding words to describe it, it's using your five senses to really experience the moment with your nourishing food. You will find that if you do this the more you practice this sort of you know mindful eating you will not as often overeat or try to go to other quick foods, um, I would call them shallow foods to find find that instant pleasure because in the moment you're eating your nourishing meal, you are practicing finding pleasure in it. You are creating pleasure within that healthy meal. And so your brain doesn't go looking for other quick pleasure, other quick food or overeating to bring more pleasure. If if you're distracted during your meal, you are going to find your brain will often go to things like, well, that wasn't enough and I'm not satisfied and are there some chips I can start munching on for the rest of the evening or some cookies somewhere or, or maybe some scoops out of the peanut butter jar. So, you know, we sort of get into that space where we need to, like, if we're not really experiencing pleasure around our nourishing meals, we get into that space where, where our brain feels like it needs to up the ante, you know, it's, it's trying to get more desire out. It's honestly trying to get another dope, to get more dopamine hit. So this desire, you know, to release more dopamine where we could have created more dopamine in our meal for ourselves by paying attention and being mindful during our eating. And then, you know, we don't, our brain doesn't get into this, Urgy feeling to search out more food or drink highs, I would call them, right? Okay, so another thing you can get into on a daily basis, self-care activities. So anything from taking a walk or a bath or meditating or journaling or thought work. And here's the thing with some of these self-care activities... It doesn't always feel pleasurable while you're doing the thing. But I I want you to think about how you feel after doing some of these self-care activities. So we usually, after them, we usually feel really good. We experience a lot of pleasure after them, more at peace, relaxed. And that's how these activities bring us more feelings of pleasure. It's not necessarily while we're doing the thing. So for example, like journaling. You know, it can sometimes feel like a chore and and feel hard, and it's not super pleasurable in the moment. But I want you to think about how it feels after you've done it, right? It's it's often a really good feeling. There's a lot of peace often after we finish journaling, or you know, I even think of um, my routine of closing the kitchen at 7 p.m. I often feel while I'm turning off the lights and closing the kitchen. You know, I often feel sad or bummed when I close it. It's like, oh darn, I can't eat anymore. But after I do it, I feel a lot of pleasure in following through on that behavior. So I experience that deep pleasure after I do it. It feels good after the self-care activity the important thing here is to actually you know allow a moment some some time to feel how good it feels to do these things afterwards so really feeling the good feelings after you've done the self-care activity taking a moment on purpose to let those pleasure feelings wash through your brain. And this is a practice, taking that moment to really sit and experience pleasure feelings. You know, as much as I talk about the importance of sitting with and welcoming our negative feelings, it's just as important to feel our feelings when they are positive and pleasurable. Just sitting for a minute or two and thinking things like, I love how that feels. I'm so glad I created these experiences for myself to experience these, these pleasurable feelings. You know. And so afterwards, that was so good. I'm so glad I did that. This can often happen even when we cross things off our to-do list. you know. So making a to-do list of things to do, tasks, I mean, it's not fun doing it, but being able to cross it off the list feels good. It's a pleasurable feeling. Okay, this is a big one, sex or loving touch. And this can be with a loving partner or this can be by yourself. So even if you don't have a trusted partner, you know, you can absolutely do this on your own. Our bodies are designed to experience sexual pleasure. So really making time to incorporate loving touch, hugging, cuddling, sex, it can be so important to bring more pleasure into our lives. I saw this study once, um, oh, and it was so long ago. So sorry, I'm not going to be able, I'm not going to be able to reference it. But it was where, but it stuck with me, <laughs> uh, where people who had more sex ate less, right? And and so this kind of makes sense because when our bodies receive more pleasure from touch from orgasm, from skin on skin. Our, our brains don't go into trying to find pleasure in other ways, like through food. So this is a way to feel that very natural pleasure. Um, I listened to someone recently who talked about an experiment she tried where, and for many women out there, many of us understand the cravings we get right before our period starts. So this woman said, you know, she had always experienced massive cravings for carbs and chocolate, that week before her period and you know she was constantly gaining weight and trying to work to take it off and so uh, she decided to masturbate every four hours during this time during this week before her period to see if her food cravings would go away and guess what they did (laughs) so she said that she had low to zero thoughts cravings urges about food or chocolate during the experiment which was completely different for her. And so I just found this fascinating. It just speaks to it might not be the food we actually want. We just want to experience some sort of pleasure. And so I'm I'm not saying you should go masturbate every 4 hours, although, you know, whatever. If your lifestyle allows for it, go for it. But it's just something to consider. Our bodies are just looking for pleasure, and we tr- tend to try to fulfill it with food. But maybe if we can find pleasure through other means, we won't be craving the food. Okay, this is a huge one for me. Any of you who follow me know this is a big part of my life, Um, but I really believe in this, and this is nature. So, the pleasure that we can feel in nature, and nature is free. It's around, even if you live in a city, nature is all around us. So, staying in the moment with nature. Watching a sunrise or a sunset and really taking time to experience it. Not just like, oh, yep, there goes the, there's the sun going down. No, it's like being in the moment, um, spending time in the moment, really appreciating that. I, I think of a few islands I've visited in the past and, you know, how we'd all be out on the beach in the evening and everyone just goes into silence as that sun starts to set and all the colors start to go off in the sky. And, you know, there's silence, silence, silence for so long, just experiencing it, just enjoying the pleasure of that sunset. And then, as the sun finally sets or finally goes down, you know, behind the horizon, everyone applauds, everyone claps. And it's like, yeah, that was amazing, you know? And this is the epitome of experiencing pleasure in nature. I also think, you know, of a time when I was little and my grandpa, I was in his garden, he was showing me, you know, everything in there. And, you know, he he pulled um a rose bloom close to my face and and said, you know, really look at this, smell this, look at this. This is how we know God exists. And it was a moment of truly experiencing nature and the pleasure. It can bring so looking for small things in nature is another way to really be in the moment with nature to find that pleasure. So when I say so looking for small things, so think think of looking um, when you go to the beach and looking for seashells. Um, the pleasure that that brings of looking for seashells or you know, I've really gotten into and enjoy foraging for mushrooms. I'm not very good at it, but it's so fun to be in nature and just looking for these mushrooms, looking, or, um, many people will, you know, be looking for really pretty rocks or special rocks. Why do we do these things, right? Well, it's because it brings us pleasure and it keeps us in the present moment. So looking for small things in nature, um, puts us into that present moment so we can really experience that pleasure. Uh, think about watching it snow or um, rainfall in a thunderstorm. There, we take so much delight as humans in nature, but we have to pay attention. We have to, on purpose, be there in the moment. And again, this is such real daily pleasure that we can get for free. Um, a couple other things that just come to mind is our pets. You know, if you have a pet, you can really find pleasure and be in that present moment When, you know, you're petting your pet or playing with your pet Um, and movement, movement's another one that can bring us lots of deep pleasure. So going for a walk or, um, you know, I think of, I mean, exercise, of course, can bring us pleasure, but even small movements of moving our body, like, you know, um, trying new dance steps or just dancing in whatever way you want to music that's playing. It's just movement itself can bring a lot of that deeper pleasure. So the big thing is you really want to let your brain land on pleasure, really experience it, really feel it. You know, you can think of it as sort of a treasure hunt. Can you put your brain to work on finding pleasure during regular everyday activities? Can, can you find some pleasure in brushing your teeth? You know, Oh, how amazing this feels to brush them and get them clean, uh, the fresh taste in my mouth, the, the feeling of the bristles scrubbing your teeth clean. Can you find pleasure in the moment you walk into your home after work? You know, it's like, ah, oh, my home that shelters me, that brings me safety, that comforts me, the familiar smell that I love when I walk in the door um, and as I shift out of my difficult day. Can you, can you find pleasure In the most mundane things like washing the dishes, you know, I enjoy the smell of my favorite soap. The lather feels so good and soft on my skin or the thought, you know, I accomplished this task and it feels really good to have accomplished this task. My point is seeking out pleasure, experiencing pleasure is really an ongoing practice, really allowing yourself to dive deeper into pleasure, to really experience um, pleasure throughout, throughout just our days. So the more you do this, the more you create and think and allow the experience of pleasure, the less you are going to seek it out through food and or alcohol. So think of pleasures, all pleasures. So we're talking watching TV, scrolling social media, cause yes, that can be a pleasure, uh, food, sex, a hot shower with any of these things there is a time limit. So even if we if we're talking about shallow pleasures, if we're talking about deep pleasures, there's a time limit. So I want you to think about it. The pleasure of a hot shower is going to wear off after a period of time. If you're in the shower for 30 minutes or more, you're going to want to get out. You know, you're going to be feeling too hot, the pleasure's worn off. It's the same with all pleasures. The feeling wears off. This is just like negative feelings. You know how I'm always talking about feelings are like waves. You know, the feeling rolls in, they peak, then they subside, then they roll in, they peak, they subside, just like waves. This isn't just with negative feelings. It's all feelings, the positive ones, the pleasurable ones too. So you can't hold on to pleasure forever. And I really want you to get this because all feelings are fleeting. So, you know, the negative ones and the positive ones and and then recognize, you know, they do subside and that this is okay. So what you can hold on to and practice experiencing is peace throughout all feelings the negative ones and the pleasurable ones. It is possible to experience peace through all feelings, the negative ones and the pleasurable ones. You know, the metaphor often used is that you are the peace um, that is like the sky, okay? So if you think of yourself as a clear blue sky, that is you and that is peace. It is always there. Clouds roll in and they can be really threatening like, um, thunderstorm clouds and, and they can be going off creating this tumultuous weather, but you are still above that, that blue calm sky up above the thunderstorm. So, so like when I always think of, you know, if you're in an airplane taking off through a really bad storm, but you know, the pilot gets you up above and through the clouds and you know, there's all this tumultuous, um, shaking within the plane and stuff as you're going through the clouds, but then you get up above them And you're in that blue, calm, peaceful sky. That's always been there. It's been there the whole time. You just had to get up through the storm. So it's always there despite the weather below. And pleasure feelings, you know, I often think of like they come into the sky like these happy white cotton ball-like clouds, Um, you know, the ones that um, Bob Ross always painted, you know, the happy little clouds, you know, those are like pleasurable feelings, They also come in like clouds, but they're the puffy, white, cotton ball clouds. They're nice and soft and happy looking, and they come across your blue, peaceful sky. And they do perk up the scenery a bit, and they are pleasurable feelings to experience. But above them, you are still there, the blue, unchanging, peaceful sky. And so you allow all types of clouds to pass, the pleasurable cotton ball, puffy clouds, and the negative, difficult, storm clouds. You allow them all and you experience them all because you know you're above them there you are always that peaceful sky so we can have peace during pleasure as well as during negative feelings and the important thing is really remembering that really starting to incorporate that into the way you experience life that all feelings up and flow they come and go and what allows us to stay in peace while they all come and go, we get to experience it, it all, which actually is what brings us a sense of deepness and richness to life. And that's the ultimate pleasure, experiencing that deepness and richness to life, which means we also you know, need to experience the negative feelings along with the pleasurable ones. And really grasping that and moving into that space, you know, as, as how you see the world actually allows that peaceful feeling of, you know, where you can kind of feel at peace no matter what's going on. Um, that is what brings us that more healthy relationship with other substances like food, like alcohol, like like the things that we are constantly going to to try to change how we feel. If you are experiencing peace throughout, negative feelings, pleasurable feelings, really allowing and experiencing those pleasurable feelings, you are going to find that you go to food and drink to create those quick high dopamine hits so much less and less. And when you are able to do that, you will find that if you're trying to lose weight, that weight starts to come off and it does so in that effortless way that I often talk about. You will also find practicing these things and recognizing these things is really gonna help lessen cravings and urges for food, alcohol, you know, the things that we're immediately trying to get those dopamine hits from. So I just hope that maybe you'll put into practice. Um, something today to where you really, on purpose, try to experience one of those deeper pleasures that are going on all around us, Um, trying the five senses technique, or maybe even just focused on your next meal or the next thing you eat, being really mindful and slowing down and really experiencing that pleasure. And then as you put this work into practice, paying attention to, you know, oh, that's interesting. My cravings are lessening or, I'm not overeating as much or I'm not going to binging as much. You will find doing this kind of work is really what starts to change everything in regards to your food relationship. I hope you found something useful today. And if you did, will you please share it with someone else who might find it useful? I'd also appreciate if you're willing to give the podcast a review And um, share it on social media if you feel like there was something that could really help other people out. I really appreciate you being here, and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H E Y N E N. And get in touch with questions on all things I offer like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services.